Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Week in Review on WAYOLP Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud if anybody freaking wants to know. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, my name is Taylor the Mossman Lofton, and with me as always to my freaking left is freaking Sandy the Sandman Vargas, then we have freaking Doug the Slug Jordan, and freaking Tadia Risher bringing up the rear. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our weekend freaking review. <laughs> weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It has been too weak since we last spoke. And I find myself gallivanting, childlike. And on the wide open streets of Paris. All around me, people are urinating into gutters. Pimps are chasing prostitutes and the other way around. Great art dealers on the corners. And peddlers of foreign merchant items that I have not yet seen before. I make my way through these streets joyously, but my joy peaks when I find myself a great red balloon. Well, this balloon is curious, sentient it is, though it does not speak. It follows me around to and fro. It is as enamored in me as I am in it. Well, we move throughout the streets. It follows me to school. Even gets me kicked out of church. The red balloon is my only friend. And there it waits outside the window when I sleep. And again, it's there waiting when I rise. And I am overjoyed every time I see this balloon. I'm, my heart swells like the great, great balloon itself. Well, on my walk to school, I encounter a gang of boys, a gang of boyish street thugs. And they chase me down corner me. I almost escaped with my balloon. But it is too late. The boys shoot the balloon down with a stone from a slingshot. And my balloon suffers and dies. But what the boys don't know, for they have no way of knowing, is that the army of balloons will come for them in their sleep, and I will be their leader. <sighs> Thought I'd get that off my chest, top of the hour. <clears throat> um, the balloon is a freaking euphemism for your... Um, Dangly, Dangly Johnson or your freaking testicles? Or, what? I think you had the, you know, at a certain point you said I wake up and I fondle my red balloon. Well, I was overjoyed in its round bulbous nature. I, I think you said I wake up and my, and my red balloon is rising out of my freaking trousers uh, and I grab a hold of the string and and it sounded, it sounded honestly like you, a story about you walking down the street and freaking exposing yourself to him. Yeah. I don't when know what it, like, it means. What, Doug Jordan? I mean, when you say it like that, it makes a lot more sense when you when you said the thing about it gets you kicked out of church. Yeah, yeah, that was that was another thing that I that I I gleaned from that as well, uh, because I don't think anybody would ever get kicked out of church for um, holding a balloon, a regular red balloon. Well, it is not traditional to bring a red balloon into church, a swollen red balloon, a sore and swollen red balloon that has maybe been yeah. 
overused and it's the, the words the words you're choosing to use are only uh, exacerbating my freaking point yeah i mean this balloon is just ready to pop yeah mm. that that is when you continue to freaking further exacerbate um my my thoughts on this and and you probably at some point you're gonna freaking um masturbate your freaking balloon i believe and my heart palpates at the joy at the thought of that balloon as I caress it softly into the night. Well, I miss my red balloon, and I missed all of you. Jeez Louise, it has been one week since we last spoke, as I said at the top of the hour. Now, jeez Louise, down on my knees, Doug the freaking slug Jordan, we have not seen you in three weeks it has been. Headaches you have had. An explanation of those headaches. Perhaps terminal illness forthcoming. I don't know. The floor is yeah, now yours. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you for letting me yield your time. I uh, appreciate that. Yep. Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't have a terminal illness uh, as far as I know. I just get headaches. I, you know, I've had them a lot since I was a kid. I go through a series of migraines. Usually it's around periods of uh, great stress. So, you know, I've been a little stressed out. Right, did, uh, which did you say you're on your period? No, it's when I go through periods of, of great stress. So I don't, I'm not on my period. It is a period though, a period of great stress, but I'm not on my period. Okay. Because I did, didn't want to make men's and Sandy did tell me about a puddle of discharge. He found under the seat of your truck the other day. And I didn't want to, I kind of just wanted to get to the bottom of it without coming out and asking. Yeah. I actually ended up figuring out what that was. I, um, it was actually my, it was actually my freaking, uh, a little bit of freaking vomit. Um, I took it, I took the freaking truck for a freaking joyride a couple nights previously. And I, um, yeah, and I, I got out of the truck and I, uh, threw up back into the freaking driver's seat. And then the next time I saw it, I said, what the heck is this? I think Doug might be on his freaking period. Um, and then I was realized later, um, geez, that was freaking me. Yeah. 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 Well, geez Louise, Doug Jordan, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, yeah, thank you for the blessing. Week uh, uh, and uh, is uh, I don't want to talk about, as always. Uh, week, you know, has been fine. You know, back back at work after my my period of headaches, uh, my period of great stress. Uh, you know, so, you know, I'm back at work, you know, not, not too much has, has happened to me. You know, I went, uh, a story I could tell is that I went and did the shopping for the restaurant the other day, I go to the restaurant supply depot and I get out of the store and I got a great, great big load of things for the restaurant. And I start loading up my truck. Uh, and then I go to open the truck door and then the truck door is not going to, isn't, isn't opening. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, maybe somebody changed the locks to my freaking, to my freaking truck. Uh, I'm freaking out the whole time. And then all of a sudden this freaking old guy comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder, shoulder scares the freaking Dickens out of me. If I'm being completely freaking honest with you. And then he tells me that that's his truck. So, um, then I had to un unload the truck bed and put it in my truck instead. That is absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It was, you know, pretty stressful at the time. Cause you know, there was a lot, there was a lot of stuff in the truck. Did the old man help you out? No, he just kind of sat there and watched me do it. And I think he laughed. And I, I think at one point he even pulled his phone out and took a video of me. What was this old man doing at the restaurant depot, if I might ask? I think he said he, he owned a diner up the street. So he was getting supplies for his diner. Hmm. Well, geez, Louise, that's fascinating. Speaking of supplies, restaurants, Doug Jordan's terrible life, a great blessing has been thrust down upon the Ortego Grill after Joyce Whalen's latest review. Yeah, so you know we got a we had a, a pretty decent review, uh, a second review after a bad review by Joyce Wayland. I think you just pretty much said that, but which has now uh, kind of caused my period of stress uh, because well, there's been such an uptick at the restaurant. It's kind of been a little bit hectic there. And, you know, I'm thinking about maybe hiring on a couple more people to help me out because it's, it's been freaking, I've been in, a, I've been in a period of stress and I can't, uh, I can't stress that enough. I thought moon cycles cause periods of stress. Well, I, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that the, 
the tide definitely the mag, there is magnetic pull probably has something to do with uh, my headaches as well. Doug Jordan. You know. Yeah. Talk a little bit about the hilarious clientele at the new freaking Ortego Grill because Sandy the Fark Man Farksness and Tady Rizzer and myself, we all had a great laugh at the new patrons of the Ortego Grill. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. Uh, what what has happened uh, at the Ortego Grill um, will be known freaking henceforth uh, as the great freaking change. Uh, a great change has freaking occurred, and it has brought uh, a whole slew of uh, freaking characters uh, from all corners of the freaking city. Uh, I'm talking about freaking bums. Uh, they are freaking dirty, they are freaking smelly, and they don't freaking behave uh, properly. Um, it it is, and it's it's it's, and it has caused a freaking, and it has caused freaking Doug Jordan um, to have his freaking freaking period, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not really bums. I don't think you know they're they're always they're paying for their meals. You know, I mean, these people are freaking. I mean, these people are freaking lunatics, Doug. They're dirty freaking Dickens, yeah, dirty. Yeah, d- dirty, dirty is the freaking Dickens. I couldn't have said it any better, my freaking self. Doug, if these dirty slobs aren't bums, then what are they? How would you characterize them? Yeah, well, they are. You know, they are kind of dirty. Um, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you this: what What do you call a freaking man who freaking wanders off the freaking street? Freaking dirty is the freaking Dickens. Uh, smells stinks to the freaking high heavens. Uh, he walks up uh, to the freaking host stand uh, with a handful of freaking change, asks if he can have some freaking soup. Uh, you say, well, I'm sorry, we actually do freaking uh, table service. He sits at a table and freaking probably soils himself in the freaking booth. What, what do you call that kind of freaking person? Well, uh- I guess you would call that person a bum, but that's not kind of the, the people that are at the restaurant. Well, nobody, somebody, as far as I know, nobody soiled themselves at the freaking table. Well, well, I hate uh, to freaking break it to you. Somebody freaking soiled themselves mm-hmm. on the freaking table. What yeah. would, if you don't call them that, what would you call them? Yeah, they're just, I, I think probably fest, they're festival people, I think. They go to the festivals, you know, hippie, hippie type people. I, they look like bums to me, and I would know. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Sandy, the Sandman, Fargus, please. How you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, yeah, a lot of freaking, a lot of very freaking good questions. Um, first of all, I'm freaking is freaking Dickens. Uh, I freaking believe you freaking blessed me. And if if you did, uh, if you did in fact freaking bless me, uh, I'd like to um, uh, pass a freaking blessing on to you and to um, I'd like to pass a blessing onto the entire freaking our week freaking panel yeah. uh, and the, all the freaking listeners out there. I'm talking wiggers, twiggers, and freaking mail tarts. Um, and how was your week? Oh, uh, geez Louise. Uh, my week was, to put it in a word, freaking tumultuous at freaking best. Uh, I have been freaking playing uh, endless freaking phone tag with freaking Murph. Um, Wiggers and Twiggers will recall. Murph is the, um, is, well, he's a freaking man, a man who freaking sold me a freaking hot rod that he had inherited. Um, and 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 geez louise is basically this is a man who's freaking caused me more freaking harm than freaking good yeah yeah um and if we years and two years will recall i'm i guess we briefly touched uh upon um murph's uh, minuscule freaking condition uh last week that i think um has gotten freaking blown out of freaking proportion um and I've caught some, some freaking flack for, for, um, go ahead. What were you going to freaking He's say? a tiny little m- in a wheelchair with a tiny malformed arm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I've been getting freaking, I've been getting freaking, uh, tweets, uh, up the freaking Yazoo saying, uh, you know, I'm, uh, Sandy Farkey, uh, how, how dare you, um, uh, try and get this, uh, this, 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 this man, um, to freaking work on your freaking hot rod. Can he even work on a hot rod? Um, does he even freaking, can his, can his freaking sausage arm even freaking grasp a wrench? Um, and, and I'm, and I don't freaking believe it is good, but it does look a little bit like a freaking wrench. Um, but like a fleshy, a fleshy, jagged freaking wrench. Um, and, and I just want to say, uh, you know, it, 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 it's, um, 
Well, that's neither freaking here nor there. Uh, the, the man had a freaking was in possession of a freaking hot rod, so I was led to believe that he had freaking hot rod expert freaking tees. And um, and if you're trying to freaking say shame on me, well, freaking shame on you. I saw a man and thought this man could do whatever he freaking wants. This is a man who is freaking capable of doing whatever he freaking desires, and his freaking disability, uh, however freaking great it is. Um, would not freaking hold him back. It would not be able to freaking hold him back. Yeah, it's funny. I had a vision of him getting a hold of one of those wrenches and sticking it on a sprocket in the engine and the thing freaking powering on and then him just spinning around. Yeah, I had that same freaking vision myself. Um, only it wasn't him freaking spinning around. It was him freaking blasting 10 feet in the air off of his freaking wheelchair. Yeah. Um, Freaking lightning bolts shooting out of his freaking what what few wisps of hair he has atop his freaking um, quite quite a large freaking uh, domicile I might add um, uh, the Murph has uh, for a man of his freaking stature has uh, quite the freaking cranium. Um, to be honest with you, it seems par for the course. I mean, it is large. It's very very large. Well, when you look at a man and everything you see upon first glance um, appears so wrong, when you see something like a giant head, you go well. Yeah, this sort of makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, um, like I said, I've caught some freaking flack from the freaking internet. Um, and I just wanted to go ahead and freaking say, uh, I don't think, um, that I was being freaking insensitive, uh, asking freaking Murph to, uh, asking or expecting freaking Murph to help me out with the freaking hot rod. Um, and, and, and geez Louise, um, I, I have recently gotten him to freaking agree, uh, to put a little freaking work in because I said, look, there are two, I don't think we exactly freaking crossed some freaking T's and dotted all the freaking I's we freaking could. Um, and he said, okay, I'll meet up with you. So, um, little update on that. Uh, Murph and I are going to get together, take a look at the freaking hot rod, and then perhaps get some freaking drinks afterwards. Well, I think that sounds absolutely freaking hilarious, and I would love to sit by and watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, um, yeah, maybe you can freaking come by. Honestly, um, that, that might freaking help me out, because uh, Murph is kind of freaking hard to talk to. Yeah. Angry little fellow. Yeah, uh, he's furious at the freaking world, and um, and I don't freaking blame him. No, in he, fact, he has my freaking blessing on that one. He was dealt quite a short straw. Yeah, he was he was dealt a freaking peculiar hand, uh, and he's doing the he's doing the best he can with it. Well, geez, Louise, I'm so glad to see that things are working out in that direction. Sandy, the same man, Fargus. There is something that I wanted to ask. Last we spoke, you made mention of a great healing beneficial cream and uh, an ointment perhaps uh yeah i am uh thrilled to freaking announce here um that i have begun the freaking trial freaking process uh this is a very freaking exciting uh, uh endeavor that i've freaking embarked upon um i have been dealing with a woman named freaking melody who is um, um real freaking sweetheart uh, and she has got me involved in a um yeah, in, in a in a freaking trial, uh, a trial run of a, um, a sort of a it's, uh, referred to as a freaking general freaking wellness cream, um, and um, I, I'm I'm happy to freaking say I'm freaking three days in, and I think I'm starting to feel some freaking benefits. I'm being freaking honest with you. And can you describe for Weegers and Tweegers a little bit about how that this ointment, this new wellness ointment, is applied? Um, it says that you're supposed to freaking apply it, uh, to each, uh, each of your freaking temples on your freaking head. Um, though I've been freaking putting it a few extra places, if you know what I freaking mean as well. Uh, because I wasn't quite feeling anything off the freaking temples. So I decided, geez Louise, why don't I put this on one of the most important freaking organs of my freaking body, my freaking dangly freaking Johnson. Uh, that is where I, fr I found one of the first freaking immediate freaking benefits, uh, of this freaking cream. Yeah. Yeah, because I freaking I can last freaking forever when I'm playing with myself. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah that, and that's something. Yeah, I I can go I can I can I can be freaking mashing that thing for freaking two three hour and nothing. It's it's freaking amazing. Um, so you want you want playing with yourself to last two to three hour? Well, I mean there. Uh, 
my look, I'm, I'm not saying I have this freaking issue, but I know that there are freaking men out there, freaking Uyghurs and Tweegers and more than likely quite a few freaking male tards um, who suffer from a, a disorder called freaking premature ejaculation, um, where um, the freaking uh, cream freaking bursteth from their freaking loins uh, before they'd freaking like it to. Um, and so... I think for 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 those uh, those uh, sad freaking few, this is a freaking godsend. Yeah, and I'm and I'm enjoying those freaking benefits very much. Thank you very thank you very freaking much. Thank you for the freaking blessing. And a blessing on to you. Now, freaking Tanya Richard. Before we move on to our first segment, uh, a quick word. How have you been? How are you doing? How horny are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Uh, thank you for the blessing to start off. Um, very been playing with myself a lot. Um, in fact, my week started off great because I was playing with myself so much, and then it got very bad. Um, because as Uyghurs and Tweakers who have been paying attention to the freaking show know, and maybe even some Mayo Tards are paying attention, but I don't know. Um, my mother has returned from her trip that left my father in a coma, that left me an orphan. Um, I I knew she was coming to try and take custody of my now vegetable state father. Um, so I booby trapped the house, and uh, I thought it was going to work out. Um, and I I could I saw her car pull up, and I I set all the traps and and kind of sat there waiting for her to come in. And uh, next thing I know, they they friggin' walked in right through a window that I had him booby trapped. And uh, they were in the house. And by they, I mean my mother and my father's social worker, Martha. Um, and I said, how the freaking heck did you guys get in here? And uh, it turns out you're never going to freaking believe this. Martha freaking listens to Our Week in Review. She, I, I say, you're a freaking mayo tard? And she said, I don't know what that means, but I did listen to your show last week. And so she knew about the booby traps and um, apparently had scoped out the house. And so now my... My mother is home and she is, um, she's, she's taken back control and I've, I've lost the uh, money from New York state and to friggin' top it all off. My mom's trying to kick both me and my father out of the friggin' house. So you, you could be staring at two friggin', I mean, we might be eating at the Ortego grill every friggin' night. Yeah. We're homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Couple of freaking bones. I know. I you never think of a homeless vegetable. Just and just know this that uh, and and God forbid if freaking comes to this, but um, there's always a freaking spot for you and your freaking father uh, at freaking Doug Jordan's house uh, right here in the freaking garage. Yeah, or thank the shed you. in the back. Yeah. And thank you so much. And Doug, thank you. I would love to take you up on that offer. Um, but I'm gonna try and work things out here with my mother for now. Um, and see if. Maybe we can come to some sort of an accord and um, maybe split some of this friggin' money. Yeah. Well, I I really want to give a blessing on to you and your mother and may the wealth spring forth as long as that vegetable father of yours can hold on. Because yeah, I don't right know now how much longer he's gonna hold on. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. God bless you both, nonetheless. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, we've got a great freaking show for you, full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before that, we have one quick segment to get to you now. Taylor's Thought Desk. Sometimes I am surprised by my own figure while toweling off after a bath. It's not something I spend too much time thinking about, but it has happened enough to make note of it here. See, I often stand with one leg hoisted atop the rim of my clawfoot tub in order to grant access to my many crevices around my thighs, most notably the crack between my butt cheeks. And as I swipe the towel upward over my thigh and around my plump and glistening rump, I feel as though I am a nobleman's steed. And my arms are that of a young stable boy preparing for his master's early morning ride. The stable boy takes great care as he grooms me, ensuring that my coat vibrantly shimmers and lustrously shines. But as the stable boy makes his way toward my undercarriage, he notices something strange. 
For between the great thighs of this masterful beast, a diminutive member awaits the stable boy's hands. The stable boy recoils when he reaches thine beastly genitals, and his tongue speaks the horrified words of a long-forgotten dialect. And though I cannot understand the language, I know all too well the shock and anger in his voice. For this noble steed is not the great stallion the boy thought it was, but a gelding in stallion disguise. In disgust, he turns his back on me, the castrated beast. He utters a faint prayer and leads thee by thine reins to the local slaughterhouse. Um, did that have a, did that have a message or, or a point or? Just probably one of my thoughts. Okay. So you're thinking about when you're telling yourself off that you're a stable boy and a castrated horse who then goes to be killed. Yeah, that's what I said. I mean... I feel as though a stallion drying off my glistening rump, but when I get to the part where the stallion should shine most brightly, my stable boy hands discover something much different than expected. It's kind of a lot to deal with. What? So you're, you're a centaur in this story? Because you're half man, half horse. You got no, stable boy hands, but my, you got horse. You got a horse, Dangly Johnson. My arms are that of a stable boy, but the rest of me is a horse in my mind. So this is a thought about you being insecure about the your shrunken package. Yeah, yeah. Could have just freaking said that. Watch, watch this. Uh, freaking Taylor's thought desk. Sometimes I get out of the shower and I'm uh, drying off my freaking penis, and I wish it were freaking larger. Well, that's not quite it, because I feel as though. The roundness of my rump is similar to that of the horse, a great yeah. steed, a great nobleman's steed. And yet, to my surprise, I find something by comparison quite diminutive. You know, I know we give Taylor's thought desk a lot of a lot of crap every time it's brought up. But I really just want to reiterate that not every thought you have has to be brought up to not just us, but the radio. I mean, that didn't, didn't really add any value to the show. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm a little off my groove now and, um, yeah, I don't know what the purpose of it was. Yeah. And just, you know, it, it's not even just showing, sharing it on the radio, but I don't know why you needed to share that thought. Period. Well, I just wanted to get it out in the open, kind of air it out for everyone, see where it lands. Yeah, but do you do you at least um, do you at least see where we're freaking coming from? Yeah. No. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. We've got a great freaking show full of freaking our week's news and discussions. If you want to call and join the conversation, call 513-914-6201. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. You might get put on blast, but you also might get a prize or two. Without further freaking ado, our week's news and discussions starts freaking now. Last week, Billie Eilish requested a restraining order against a man accused of invading her home, according to the Scottish Daily Press. The 21-year-old pop star said the incident had caused her, quote, substantial anxiety, fear, and emotional distress over the safety of herself and her family. According to legal documents obtained by the publication, 39-year-old Christopher Anderson had allegedly been found, quote, unannounced and uninvited at Ellis's childhood home multiple times between late December and early January. Quote, my father and members of the Los Angeles Police Department recently informed me that an individual who goes by the name Christopher A. Anderson or Chris Anderson recently entered the interior of my family's home on January 5th, 2023, unannounced and uninvited. After apparently professing his love for me and expressing that he really wanted to meet me, Eilish stated in court documents. Eilish requested a restraining order for the protection of her mother and father, Maggie Mae Baird, Patrick Mead O'Connell, as well as her brother and producer, Phineas O'Connell. Well, geez Louise down on my knees, then she shall have it. Restraining order granted. Um. 
Well, you know that's not how that freaking works. What do you mean? You can you can you can definitely say that you think that Billie Eilish um, should be given a freaking restraining order, and and if you were to freaking say that, I mean, geez Louise, I freaking agree with you. Um, but I don't think you're not in any freaking position to say um, then she shall have it, restraining order granted. By doing that, you have done freaking absolutely nothing. Hmm. So, I mean, if she's, she makes a good argument. I listen to the argument. I think that it's important for her to protect Maggie May, Patrick Mead, and Phineas. And Phineas especially. Yeah, Phineas is, Phineas is, Phineas is, 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 Phineas needs a freaking order of freaking protection. I agree. I, and I freaking agree with you as well. Probably most likely for him, from himself. Yeah. Phineas has a record of, of, trying to freaking off himself several times yeah. a day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how would one, Sandy the same man, Fargus, in your great wisdom, go about acquiring this restraining order? Well, um, I, and, and, and um, bless you for freaking um, uh, posing this freaking question to me, uh, as I do have a, the freaking greatest uh, grasp uh, on, on, on the law out of all the freaking members of the freaking R-Week freaking panel. Uh, this is an easy one. All freaking Billie Eilish uh, has to do is bring in freaking Phineas, uh, freaking Patrick Mead, and Maggie Mae Baird into the freaking courtroom uh, with a whole slew of freaking documents. So she needs to get every freaking document she can get uh, on this freaking guy, on this freaking... Um, who who the hell? What is this? Who is this? What is the bad guy? What is the bad guy in this freaking movie? His name is Christopher Anderson. Christopher Anderson. Um, oh, like Mr. Anderson from yeah, Freaking. That's, that's what yeah, I was thinking about. Mr. Anderson from the Freaking Matrix. Yeah. Um, which might I add, um, the the Matrix does freaking bear quite a freaking few freaking similarities to our freaking film, Freaking Biohacker. Um, and sometimes I wonder if there wasn't some freaking foul play. Uh, um, uh, when when it when it came to freaking that freaking production. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I even freaking think about freaking filing a little restraining order against the freaking uh, Rachowskis um, for freaking uh, for freaking stealing freaking intellectual freaking property. How the heck am I trying to freaking say intellectual freaking property? Intellectual freaking property. Intellectual. Go ahead. In the, in the, intellectual freaking property. Intellectual freaking property. Yes. Yeah. Um, she needs to bring every freaking document she can into the freaking courtroom and say, "Listen to me. This needs to freaking happen. I don't yeah. want this guy around me." Yeah. Yeah. Doug, does that freaking satisfy you? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I'm sure that you could probably go into more specific. Oh, did I, did I freaking wake documents. you up? Did I freaking wake you up, Doug? No, I dozing off over there. Yeah, thank you for joining us, Doug. Yeah, look, look who's look who's freaking alive, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And how horny are you? Yeah, I'm not horny, but I was awake. It just I don't really know much about restraining orders, so I figured you know you're the resident legal expert here. You might, you might as well. I appreciate I'll you yield my that. time to you. I appreciate you saying that. Last week, spaceman Buzz Aldrin married Anka Fowler on his 93rd birthday, according to People. He was 93. In a statement posted to Twitter, Aldrin confirmed his marriage to Dr. Anka Fowler. Quote, on my 93rd birthday and the day I will also be honored by living legends of aviation, I am pleased to announce that my longtime love, Dr. Anka Fowler, and I have tied the knot. We were joined in holy matrimony in a small private ceremony in Los Angeles and are excited Cited as eloping teenagers, Aldrin wrote. The marriage marks the fourth time Aldrin has married. The spaceman was first married to Joan Archer in 1954. I thought that's that Joan of Arc. I thought that's how old he is. Aldrin served as the Lunar Module Eagle pilot during the 1969 Apollo 11 mission. He also pioneered the moonwalk. So, geez Louise, down on my knees. Blessed are thee. Sandy Vargas, please. Um, well, this freaking, this freaking news story is quite freaking disturbing. Um, that's the only thing I can freaking say about it. Uh, Buzz Aldrin, freaking registered freaking pervert, uh, has done it again. He has run off and freaking married a freaking teenager. Um, that is absolutely freaking repulsive. I don't care if it is his freaking birthday. Uh, shame on you, freaking Buzz. And, uh, freaking shame on you for pretending that you freaking walked on the freaking moon all those freaking years ago. Is she, so is she a teenager or? Where, where did that come from? It says they he eloped with a teenager, and, and it says after that, I think he, it says that he had sex with her. Yeah. Well, no, he says 
Hang on, let me find the quote. He says, we were joined in holy matrimony in a pri- private ceremony in Los Angeles and are excited as eloping teenagers. They're both teenagers. And, and, I am ex- yeah. and I'm excited to elope a freaking teenager, and more importantly, I'm excited to freaking consummate the freaking marriage. Buzz Aldrin has got to be the oldest teenager that has ever lived. Yeah. Um, and Anka Flower, that sounds like a Bond villain. Like one of the girls Bond sleeps with, and then it turns out she's bad. I mean, they're pretty much all like that, aren't they, Dick Jordan? Yeah, I think that's pretty much how they all are. James Bond is, will sleep with a woman, and then he realizes he has to freaking kill her the next morning. Sometimes he knows well in advance that he has to kill that woman the next morning, but he <laughs> sleeps with her anyway. Yeah, those are some of my favorite freaking moments in freaking James Bond is when he's like, I'm I'm not quite sure about this this woman. I think I'm gonna have to freaking kill her, but I better have freaking sex with her first. Yeah. And and then she's like, you Bond, you, you freaking knew? And he says, Yep, and freaking puts her freaking shoes there. Yeah. Prober for answers. Well, geez, Louise down in my knees. Last week, reality TV show MILF Manor made headlines after critics called the show, quote, the bottom of the programming barrel, according to The Decider. Debuting January 15th on TLC, MILF Manor centers around eight single women in their 40s and 50s looking for a chance at finding love in paradise. In the first episode, the MILFs are moved into a Mexican villa with the intention of dating hot young studs. But by the end of the first episode, a shock twist is revealed. The MILFs will be dating each other's sons. Metro UK's latest recap of the most recent episode reads, quote, MILF Manor Kelly, 51, enjoys romantic sauna with Billy, 28, to see size of penis until his mom walks in. The New Yorker called the show, quote, a May through December dating show haunted by the specter of incest. MILF Manor airs Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern time on TLC and is available to stream the same day on Discovery+. Plus. In, in a world where freaking Russia and freaking Ukraine are freaking warring with one another, and where there's a freaking big, ugly, freaking Chinese balloon freaking spying on us, it's it's good to get some freaking good news. Um, this is freaking huge. I mean, what I just freaking heard was, quite honestly, freaking checking all of my freaking boxes. Yeah, absolutely the funniest thing I've ever heard in it's my life. And the most freaking hilarious thing I could ever freaking think of. Imagine the, imagine the hot tub scenes. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot. Yeah, freaking hot tub confessionals. Imagine that. Freaking yeah. a son and uh, freaking three different freaking moms and freaking hot tub freaking confessional. And then they're like, oh, geez, wow, this is really steamy. And then the little freaking, um, the freaking PA goes, oh, I, I didn't even freaking turn the freaking, I didn't even turn the freaking hot tub on. Wow. That's how freaking steamy this freaking is. Yeah. The hot tub's freaking off. That water was, that water was freaking ice cold when they freaking climbed down. Yeah, and, yeah. They freaking, and it's bubbling too because of farts. Yeah, because he's freaking breaking wind under there. Yeah, and then Mrs. Jordan gets out of the hot tub, and she yeah. freaking, yeah. Yeah, we should see if, if there's a freaking audition freaking process uh, that we could get freaking Mrs. Jordan and freaking Doug freaking Jr. freaking um, en- enrolled in this freaking show, because that would be that would be quite freaking interesting. And I suppose I could freaking tag along as well, because um, I, I, I would quite enjoy freaking spending some time in freaking Milf Manor myself. You could be yeah, the butler. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he's going to be the butler, but I was going to say in that fantasy, an he would be my wife's son. Well, no, because your your son would be... Your actual son would be... I would be... Jesus, yeah. I guess I I guess I would be the freaking boy's father in this freaking scenario. Yeah. Um, and and also a freaking part-time freaking butler. Uh, all I'm one of my freaking idols, freaking Dunkirk himself. Now, yeah. freaking, uh, freaking spoiler alert, end of the freaking show, guess what I freaking do? Yep, you freaking guessed it. Pull that freaking shotgun, blow everybody away. Yeah, all the milfs. Yeah, except for except for freaking Mrs. Jordan, of course. Yeah. That's um, not like an active shooter type thing. Just for weakers and tweakers listening, that's what in the great story of Dunkirk from the original movie Dunkirk, 2015, I believe, the butler at the end, played by Dunkirk himself, was the spy all along, and mm-hmm. he executes the Great Red Army. So, yeah, yeah. 
just to Great clarify. Film. If you haven't freaking seen it, um, can't tell you to go watch it, but you should find a freaking DVD and put it on freaking immediately. Yeah, and I want to also least. say, Doug Jordan, they, it is so nice to hear that Sandy has your blessing in the scenario that we have concocted here, because I thought you were going to give us a bit of pushback, and but I was pleasantly surprised that to find that you didn't. Yeah, no, he has no blessing, you know, but I just didn't get a chance to really say that. You know, what am I going to do? Go, no, no, stop. It doesn't really it doesn't really work with you guys. So I've just pretty much given up at this point. Imagine the freaking hot tub scene. Freaking me and we, first you think it's just freaking Mrs. Jordan. But then, yep, you guessed it. My freaking head freaking pops up like a freaking beach ball. Yeah. Uh, I've been and I think she goes, wow, you're down there an awful freaking long time. And I go, I can. Um, and I go, yeah, well, I've been using um, I've been using a very uh, particular type of freaking special freaking cream. I can freaking go back down and freaking do it a little bit freaking longer if, if you freaking like. And then and I, I come up because I got a big snorkel. And I just want to clarify, in this scenario, the hot tub is turned off and it's being heated by everybody's farts in the hot tub. Well, that would be freaking Taylor's farts freaking specifically. Because yeah. after, after I freaking finish doing what I've been freaking doing down there, she goes, oh, should we turn the freaking hot tub off and get out of here? And I go, geez Louise, this hot tub's been off the whole freaking time. What the heck? And then, yep, you freaking guessed it. Freaking Taylor freaking um, freaking breaches the surface in freaking scuba gear with a freaking hole cut. Uh, and his freaking scuba suit right by his freaking bottom. Um, and, I'm, and I'm watching in the corner. Yeah, you're freaking filming the whole freaking thing. Yeah. We got to get Doug. a copy of this show. I got to watch it. Yeah. Need to Absolutely. see if we can get some screeners as part of the media. Last week, a 29-year-old woman was charged after allegedly enrolling high school and posing as a student, according to the Huffington Post. Police and school officials have accused Heijian Shin of forgery after allegedly falsifying documents to enroll at New Brunswick High School. Shin allegedly attended classes for four days last week, and but spent the majority of her time with guidance counselors who were trying to get more information on her. New Brunswick superintendent of school Aubrey Johnson said during the meeting. Once the, quote, ruse was discovered, Shin was barred from district property and, quote, all the appropriate authorities were immediately notified, Johnson said. Quote, this is an unfortunate event, he added. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees, what we have here is a noble prank. But there is a bit of a lure to the high school fantasy, returning to high school. And I'm not exactly sure where that comes from, though I find myself fantasizing about being able to throw on a backwards cap and a baseball cap and a basketball cap and then put some sneakers on, stroll into school, and tell everybody off the way I always wanted to and the way I know I should. Doug Jordan, I feel like you might have some ideas on this why do you think this high school fantasy, a la the great Billy Madison, exists in all of our psyches? Um, well, I think a lot of people attribute to maybe a lot of the failures in their life to uh, high school. You know, I didn't, I didn't play sports enough, and now I work at a desk. Or you work at I desk? What do they what do they desk. sell at desk? That's an obvious uh, question. They sell desks. The hell are you freaking talking about? Yeah, what? The hell are you freaking talking about? What do you mean? What am I talking about? I think people think that they, you know, if I can go back to high school and I can play sport more, then I won't have to work my my freaking desk job at the store called Desk, where I sell desks. He said, I work at desk. And then he also just said, I could play sport more. What the hell is sport more? I thought you would have an answer for this, Doug Jordan. And I am shocked and appalled at what you have just said. I thought you'd say, oh, I don't know, glory days. I used to, I was, you know, in better shape. I want to return to my glory days and relive it all over again. Try to make out with one of the teachers. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that comes with what I was saying, you know, just a different version of that. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. This is going nowhere. If this you is, could do this, it all over again, 
this is very frustrating because last week Doug Jordan's period was not affecting us because he was off the show, but this week he came in with an even bigger freaking period and still decided to do the show, and he's talking about sportball. Yeah. Sport Mark. More sport? What were you talking about? I wasn't really paying attention. He works at freaking desk. His name is Sportmore. Um, Doug started freaking painting a freaking dreamscape without telling anybody what the hell was freaking going on. Leaving us all freaking dumbstruck over here. Uh, and I do that. That's what I do on the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and can, can we freaking attribute this to his freaking uh, ongoing freaking period of stress uh, brought about by the freaking Great Derange? Uh, absolutely. And it's really becoming pretty freaking irritating because this could have been a freaking great freaking segment um, where we all freaking share what our freaking high school freaking fantasy was about and how we would freaking uh, do it differently if we could do it all again. And instead, what we got was freaking a uh, 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 scenario of freaking Doug works at a place called freaking Desk, selling freaking desks, uh, and his name is freaking Sportmore. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about your high school fantasies and what you would do all over again, please, by all means. He I asked did. me a very pointed freaking question about why do people get so freaking hung up on freaking going back to high school and living the high school fantasy? And that was my freaking response. Your response was, my name is Sportmore and I freaking sell desk. Yeah, that was. Yeah, my response was exactly. My name is Sport Sportmore and I sell desk. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees. Last week, an airport worker who was sucked into a jet engine was reportedly continuously warned to stand back, according to Jalapanik and Yahoo News. The shocking incident took place at Alabama's Montgomery Regional Airport on New Year's Eve. According to the National Transportation Safety Board's preliminary report, an envoy air worker was killed after being sucked into the jet engine of an Embraer 170. Because the Embraer's auxiliary power unit was inoperative during the flight, the pilots elected to leave the smaller airline's jet running until the plane was connected to ground power. Quote, the ground crew reported that a safety briefing was held about 10 minutes before the airplane arrived at the gate. A second safety huddle was held before the airplane arrived at the gate to reiterate that the engines would be remain running until ground power was connected. It was also discussed that the airplane should not be approached and the diamond of safety cones should not be set until the engines were off, spooled down, and the airplane's rotating beacon light had been extinguished by the flight crew, the report read. But the guy didn't listen and got sucked into the engine anyway. So, geez, Louise, down on my knees. We got here a guy getting sucked into an engine. And though it's completely tragic, it's also absolutely freaking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And it freaking reminds me of um, a great freaking film, uh, quite possibly the freaking greatest of its freaking trilogy, uh, freaking Die Hard, freaking 2 Die Harder. Um where I believe somebody else um, goes into a freaking jet engine. Yeah. Yeah. And it also reminds me of the great safety protocols that we should all take throughout the day. Like when I'm working at freaking the freaking Ortego Grill and I get into the freaking three base sink to take a bath and Doug Jordan says, I get it. You need to bathe. Just Whatever you do, don't go in to the dishwasher. It's a high temp dishwasher. You'll get steamed alive. And I got to say that. He told me it a couple of times, and I've always heeded his warning. Although I know it would be much faster than actually scrubbing down in the three-bay sink. I've never said, I get it, you got to bathe. I say, please stop doing this in the restaurant. I don't even think I've ever said the thing about the high temp dishwasher. I just say, please stop taking a bath in the restaurant. There are people that are working here. You're freaking taking your clothes off. Please stop taking it. Don't even try to take a bath. Please get out of here. Yeah, well, I am grateful for that warning because, of course, I have not had my skin steamed off and have not perished the way that this poor ground crewman has. Wait a minute. I have a freaking question. Yeah. Um, if you'll freaking recall the freaking top of the hour, you uh, shared a story where you are uh, drying off um, your freaking butt cheeks um, 
and your freaking and your diminutive um phallus yeah that when you're when that is that happening in the kitchen of freaking Ortego Grill yeah that is interesting because I was imagining it happening in a freaking stable because of um the lens you told the freaking story through but it's interesting now uh with the context that this is actually you bathing in in a fully operational freaking restaurant in the back while there are freaking customers eating out front and cooks trying to freaking make food and freaking Doug Jordan freaking having a freaking period freaking discharging all about the freaking uh, which is interesting yeah well it's a dirty job and I'm glad that my story my thought desk took you on an emotional journey where you made an emotional connection with that great steed I didn't freaking say that at all and you envisioned that great steed Glistening out there in the stable. Maybe snacking on an apple. Maybe chewing on some hay. If you say a horse, obviously I'm going to freaking picture a horse. If you say freaking stable boy, I'm going to freaking picture a freaking stable boy. Um, But in no way is that reaching some sort of freaking emotional freaking connection. Um, The story didn't freaking hit me in that way. Yes, I did freaking envision the things you were speaking of. What did you like most about what you envisioned? Well, I imagine the freaking, I'm being honest with you, I imagine eventually the freaking stable boy getting kicked in the head by the freaking mule himself and having his freaking brains shoot out of the back of his freaking skull. Yeah. And the freaking stable boy's freaking father comes back and says, Jesus, Louise, what have you freaking done? He freaking blows the freaking head off the horse. He looks about the freaking stable and says, "What? good Lord, what have I freaking done? Puts the double barrel shotgun in his own freaking mouth. Blows his own freaking head off. Wife freaking comes home later, looks about the area and sees, Jesus, wait, what in the heck, what in the freaking happened here today? It's a freaking massacre. My freaking son, my husband, and the freaking family horse. And you know what happens there. She goes into the freaking closet, freaking pulls her, freaking pants down her freaking ankles, rope around her freaking neck, and, um, you know, leaves the rest up to freaking God. Yeah. I suppose I did reach. Uh, freaking emotional connection of sorts. Yeah, well, God bless you. And I guess that was Sandy's thought desk. Weakers and tweakers. Yeah. Thank you for the blessing. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. It's been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Week in Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there and we'll see you freaking next week. Not Jesus Louise. I thought that went quite well. You know, Doug, this has got me thinking of a good way to freaking get rid of your bum problem in the Ortego Grill is to tell them all that there's free baths in the back and then they get into the washer and they burn their skin off. Jeez Louise. Yeah, so then I would just be killing innocent people? They're not innocent, Doug. They're bums. I also think they'd be freaking boiling themselves alive yeah 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 let's let's put a let's put a pin in that one we'll come back to that one yeah 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 Production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester. It was a nightmare. And I wish I had an army of balloons at that time. And I could force my balloon upon them.